sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Good morning in our Zoom room. I'm so excited. We got some people back here that's been on hiatus for a couple of weeks, which I'm really excited. Mona Montwell, with the Director of Gift Planning from Westmont is one. Hey, Mona. Good morning, Erica. We got Michelle Myring with Pal. Give me a P. Hey, give me an L. Pal. We love Pal. Hey, we got Christine Marie. She's going to tell, tell us what our daily tarot is going to be looking at. Of course, Ed Langlow. We've got uh, Richard Ellsworth will be joining us soon. Lori Cortez, College Coaching Services. Hey, Lori. Hey, everyone. Hey, of course, Dominique Hackett. And then uh, uh, our producer, Richard, Dr. D, the man with the plan that made all this happen. Thank you so much. You are very welcome. Uh, I know. What a great, uh, it's amazing that we, this is the last program of July. It's the 28th. And, uh, it's, I, I can't believe we have blown through another month, number seven, heading for number eight. What's going on, Erica? What What are yeah, you doing? No, uh, well, I don't know. It's, or, it's just learning it, to be a hermit. Or is it's it, learning to be a hermit. Is it Dominique? And, uh, is she doing something? Yeah, no, no. Dominique is in the house. Uh, <laughs> she's actually, we've all, I think, figured out how to re-script you know, the things that needed to be done, whether mm-hmm. it's ad technology or, you know, being a human being, we figure things out, don't we? Mm-hmm. Um, the one one uh, gentleman that we have in the house and who's been a weekly uh, is Anthony Rodriguez. Very blessed to have him today. We've been doing big shouts and screams uh, in the community. And this is the one thing I tell people. They said, hey, if you've got a fruit tree or you've got some dried goods and you don't you don't you can't think of something to do today. Hey, pull, put all that in the box and drive down. What's the address? 4554 Hollister Avenue. 4554 Hollister Avenue. And they would just love, love, and appreciate any offerings that we can give. Because just in the one, and I'm going to let Anthony take over, but just in the one program that I'm really personally attached to is the Picnic in the Park, where the food bank feeds over 3,000, I guess that's 3,000 kids a week. Wow. So, yeah, so it's something, and I really appreciate you, Anthony. And what's what's up right now with the food bank? Um, so in regards to the food bank, um, first of all, I want to give a shout out to the National Guard. Uh, we have 28 National Guard members that are still with us. And in re- since March, um, since the end of March, they have put in over 17,000 hours um, dedicated to the food bank to help us distribute all the food. Uh, we've distributed over 8 million pounds of food since March 9th. Um, our picnic in the park program is doing really, really well. We've um, uh, given out over 17,500 lunches countywide. Wow. Um, our home deliveries are still going in North County and South County. So anybody that's, um, you know, isolating, quarantined, or, you know, just is scared to go out, um, please give us a call. Let us know that you need some food and we'll get that delivered to you. Um, we've done over 26,000 uh, home deliveries uh, since uh, since March. And we just partnered with community health centers uh, to provide food and nutrition education to farm workers and Mistecos, um, speaking uh, community members. 
and that distribution will be starting July. Well, actually, it already started. So it was uh, July twenty fourth. So that's already uh, ready to go. And uh, we still need volunteers. Uh, that's uh, something that we consistently need. And we also need donations of food um, because there's a lot of community members that still need food. And with the closures and everything, it's, it's going to continue to happen. So um, we need to do this together. Like I said, it's not just one group. It's all of us as a community. And we need to do this together and keep each other safe and, well, you know, and healthy. Um, but I do want to remind everybody, just because I had a loss to COVID, that it's not a joke. You know, COVID is, is something very serious. And unfortunately, if you do have a, um, a pre-existing condition, it takes you down a lot more. Um, and I just want to remind everybody just to stay safe, maintain your distance, wash your hands, uh, wear a mask around somebody else. Now, I live with Erica every once in a while, so that's why I don't have a mask on. Just so everybody knows, I needed to make sure that that was, that was clear. But I always carry my mask on my ear. As I do out. this when I want them to stop. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, please keep that in mind. Um, you know, always remember to protect and respect everybody um, because we're all in this together. And if we want this to um, go back down, then we need to do our part. Well, let me, may I throw in something? You know, there are people on both sides of the uh, the issue and people, especially those who want to exercise their constitutional individual rights. And they say that if they have to do that, that they're giving up or sacrificing. And I look at it the other way around. I say, I'm exercising my individual constitutional rights by respecting other people and wearing the mask so let's exercise those beautiful constitutional rights to preserve and protect our our liberties and so forth for ourselves and our posterity especially our posterity so exercise those individual rights and show respect for your fellow americans by wearing the mask social distancing or as i like to say wash up mask up step back yeah right. Uh, yeah. And pop in a tic tac. Oh, pop in a tic tac, please. Also in the house, I think, because they just popped in. We got Angela Miller Bevan. I love you. You're back finally. I, I, she's trying to get situated. Let me see if I can hear you. I'm gonna unmute you. And then at the same time, yes, we have Richard Ellsworth from Connecticut. Hey, you doing, Richard? I'm doing well, thanks. Good. So this is the time of um, the show. What I want to do is give everybody a chance to do a little gratitude shout out. And I'll start. Uh, I want to give a little shout out to Andy at uh, at my my water softener. Rain. Rain. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Andy, I want to say thank you so much because you went over and above this last past week. and. And like when you get knocks on the door, you know what I mean? To make sure that the service was what we wanted and then hand delivered a calendar. We got everything all situated and it was that kind of thing. And I tell people, especially, you know, you want to, uh, Dominique will go into this a little bit later. You're talking about wash up, mask and everything. Um, at the same time, it's a really good opportunity to check on everybody's individual immune system. There you go. And this is the one thing that I've done over the last three months since this has started, man. Not like I was, you know, hit and miss on the on the vitamins and stuff like that. But I take I am ritual now. It took it took me that long to become a ritual person. But you know, as far as the mask and everything like this, when everybody individual is bumping up their immune system to protect themselves, um, you know, to be sustainable in case you know you get a sniffle or something like that. That's a really good as simple as like Patricia Braggs would say. 
take a, a teaspoon, I think it's a teaspoon, because I, I, I put it in water. Dominique does it actually for me. Of apple cider vinegar. You know, that's just oh, yeah. really good for your system and your immune system and your, your gut and the whole thing. So, uh, Dominique, who do you want to give a shout to? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Oh, that's good. Look at this. She's so cute. Here, I'm going to let her pop in. Go ahead. Hello. Oh. Hello. I'm, I'm doing the administration because we're doing the six feet distancing. So we have people in different parts of the house. <laughs> and you're doing a fabulous job, let me tell you. Yes, a fabulous you job. Look at my lovely stampede. background. When you hear the stampede go through the kitchen, it is actually kind of funny. <laughs> Dominique, because I knew she wasn't at her station. So that was really mean of me. Okay, Lori Cortez, what do you say? Good morning, Erica. Well, I just want to give a shout out to, uh, I think, all the teachers, because I know that they're, um, you know, they're scrambling. Our, our son is a director of curriculum for a charter school network, and, and my husband is actually the vice chancellor for UC Irvine. And so I know that they're scrambling with different scenarios for people to come back to school and, you know, trying to keep people safe and keep people uh, at the same time, educated because learning, you know, we have to continue keeping the kids learning and there's just so many different scenarios in which to do that. Uh, and the most important thing I think is to keeping the kids motivated and uh, keeping the teachers also motivated to, you know, to continue being flexible and adaptable just for the safety of everybody. So thank you, Lori. We're looking forward to your segment coming up after our messages. Let's get to Angela Miller Bevan. Hey baby. Hey, how's it going? I'm doing well. Happy how, to be is, here. how is it going for you? I, you know, I just want to say, I don't know if you can hear the lovely fountain in the background, but I walked out of the side of Erica's house and it's completely like different than the last time I was here. I don't know if somebody dropped in and built this all, but it's amazing. There was a, but, tent, uh, there was a tent back there last time. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it sounds like, whoa. <laughs> um, yeah, we've been doing a lot of like what you were saying about the vitamins and taking, I've, I've gotten into this healthy eating and, and exercising and spending time on things that I always didn't have enough time for. And now it's just been, for me, it's, it's, been, a, it's been a good thing for me personally because I, I needed to slow down. So I think this whole pandemic has slowed us all down. We are stopping and smelling the roses. And when we take our mask off and when we, you know, there's just so much, I just have been trying to see all the positive in it and yeah. trying to embrace this time because pretty soon we'll be back to normal rat race. So it's the time to enjoy it all. Definitely. What do you say, Michelle? I've been. Hey, so I, um, I agree with Angela 100%, but I have to give a huge shout out to Don, John Dixon at Tri-County Produce. Um, you know, the school system year is going to be very interesting for our kids and Pal has some needs. And I got an email or a text last night that he is sponsoring a new iPad for us so that when we have to do virtual with our kids, we have that. And um, I'll, I'll give more news later on, on what, what, Pal's plan is for the school year, but um, John Dixon and Tri County Produce—they never fail to support our kids. So he's my big shout out. Today. Hey, I have a brand new. I have a brand new Chromebook that just was given to me that you can have also. Woo woo! Thank you, Aww. Aww. See that? 
What a community show. I love that. Just the just giving. I love that. All right, Richard Ellsworth, what do you say? Um, I would I was just noticing um the other day here in Connecticut that everybody um around in all the different towns that I've driven through, most people put these red hearts in their lawn or up on like like telephone poles as just sort of like a unifying thing in the community to say that we're we're part of this all together we're we're having this you know outpouring of love and it you know reminds me of, of what i'm seeing in in santa barbara and it just reminds me that that we're in this together as a country and and i, I really appreciate that i love that i want to put a red heart on my yard I love that idea. I know. I just thought about that. I want a red heart on my front lawn. I know. I love that. You probably have a lot of leftovers. No? (laughs) (laughs) I do. I know where to get some red hearts from. They're good. Let's do that. Christine Marie, what do you say? Oh, I would love to shout out for my chiropractor. His name is Skylar Dubordu at... um, Relasio Chiropractic because for me he's been an essential worker and he's stayed open and he's very you know completely clean protocols everybody wipes down before and after and you know mask in whatever but it's it's safe and it's really something for me that is a major part of my self-care and so I really wanted to shout out to Relasio Chiropractic for really being there for for the community and for healing Nice. All right, let's finish it up with Ed Langlow. Then we have his section a little bit later on in the show, if I know. But before we go to break, what do you say, Ed? Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to basically all the small businesses that are struggling, but in particular, the barbershops and hair salons, because they've been giving the red light, green light, red light, green light. And mm-hmm. I just heard that they were going to allow outdoor uh, salons. So I called Sandra, the lady that cuts my hair thinking I could get an appointment. And she said, no, I'm still trying to comply with all the regulations to get my chair outside and and start uh, cutting hair again. And I just felt like, you know, she's trying so hard to do this and to put up the tent and to get the pass the electrical code requirements and all the things. So I'd like to give a shout out to to Sandra and, and anybody that has a salon or a barbershop. Nice. Awesome. All right, Mona. Thank you. I just want to give a shout out to uh, the Santa Barbara community. Um, God tells us to be um, to persevere in times of trial. And uh, we certainly are. And, and working to care for one another is is inspiring from the food bank to uh uh, local nonprofits that are taking care of our community and the people and how we um, demonstrate our uh, our love for one another. I want a heart in my yard, too. We're getting we're doing a heart. We're going to start it. It's going to it's going to explode. And it happened here because of Richard Ellsworth. We're taking a little East Coast love back home. Fill up that car with parts there. Steal them. No, don't 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 steal them. Just borrow them, say, going to California. I think they should be movable. That's all. That's it. So let's take a little break. We've got a lot of exciting news from Lori Cortez after these messages. And 
this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Yeah, Lori Cortez, College Coaching Services. What would we do without a college coach today? I know as a helicopter mom, and I, there's a few of us in here, Michelle Myring, Angela Miller, Okay, Christine Maria, you don't have kids, but spiritually, I know you're a helicopter mom. I know Dominique's a helicopter mom. Mona, very helicopter. Okay. (laughs) We need. And I work at a college. Exactly. We need you today. So what's going on? Good morning, Erica. It's nice to nice to see everybody. And I just today, I think my message is I would just want to keep the students motivated, especially the rising seniors um, as they are either in the throes of completing their college application essays and applications or or beginning the process of it. Um, I want them to stay motivated in the fact that things really have not changed that much with how your applications are evaluated. The only thing um, that's really a little bit different is some universities are waiving the SAT requirements or the ACT requirements, but they're still encouraging students to submit strong scores. So really, I'd just like to to keep you motivated to work really hard on those essays, build those resumes, and just keep, you know, of course, earning earning top grades. And hopefully, you know, with the use of um, all of us getting back and really using the masks, hopefully we'll be able to tamp down this COVID and things will get back to a semi-normal before students begin the, um, you know, the school year. And I'd also like to encourage the underclassmen, you know, the, the freshmen and uh, sophomores and juniors to continue building your resume. It's, it's a different type of building. It's virtual right now, but that's okay. You know, you're taking things online and you're still staying connected with your community. Um, make sure that you demonstrate, you know, academic initiative, you know, challenge yourself in courses of, of subjects that you enjoy and even reach out and maybe take some different class, different types of classes uh, of something that you just have an interest in. So, um, you know, just, just keep working hard toward your college goals and those goal- goals will come to fruition. Nice. Dominique. I've got a question, Lori. Um, number one, hurrah that the previous edict from uh, immigration got uh, removed. So we're not worried about our foreign students getting sent away. That's awesome. My yeah. question is, um, our student wants to make sure he's trying to stay in compliance. So he's uh, setting up to take badminton at SBCC and, and it keeps going. Uh, California keeps going open, closed, open, closed. So are you recommending that students sign up for an on-campus course if they can and then just flow with it of whether it's going to happen or not? Absolutely. That's the best idea. And you know, there's always that add drop period at the beginning of of the semester. It's usually a two-week period. So, you know, flexibility is the key right now. So, my advice is just keep as many doors open as possible. So, yes, I I agree with you, Dominique. Thankfully, that, um, you know, that that policy was reversed. The immigration policy was reversed. So, our students are, our foreign students are allowed to stay here and, and, and take their classes. But yeah, keep as, you know, just keep as many doors open as possible is my advice. And what is advice is being given to kids who were hoping to get an athletic scholarship, but down they, they don't even know exactly how their sport's going to be happening. Um, are there allowances going to be made for that that you've heard of? Well, I know that um, 
it, each individual university kind of that their the universities are making choices right now with respect to which sports to keep and maybe which to cut uh, just from a monetary standpoint. So I would encourage the students to connect with the coaches from the universities that they're talking to and find out what the status is for their specific sport um, and, and just keep, you know, keep going uh, individually because there's no broad spectrum of advice for that right now. Lori, what's your contact information? Uh, you can reach me at collegecoaching1, the number one, at gmail.com. And my website, you can also contact me off of that. It's collegecoachingservices.com. Thank you so much. Lori, we, we so enjoy your visits. Thank you Absolutely. so much for being here. It's awesome. Nice. Let's shoot over to Mona because, Mona, Westmont, you're the connection. And they are, I saw it on uh, the news that they are opening. And so what are we doing at Westmont? And I know they actually still had a couple of camps going on. I think this is the last week for the camps, but I know they went real well. So what's going on for the kids uh, entering? Um, we are planning on opening, and but that is pending the governor's uh, approval. Um, in order to open, though, we do have to make sure everybody is safe. And uh, that involves a lot of protocols that are being required. Um, everything from the dorms and dining halls, uh, socially distanced classrooms. Everybody will be wearing masks. And we have these lovely Westmont masks um, that will be every student um, and faculty and staff member gets a mask. Um, uh, it's it's uh, the coronavirus just represents the latest um, in a number of crises for the college, and uh, we are forging ahead, trying to be able to deal with this um, optimistically and with hope. Um, those, uh, since you asked, Dominique, you asked about athletic scholarships. Um, we don't know what's happening with fall sports yet. We're keeping an eye on um, the uh, GSAC, the NCAA, and the NIAA. Um, I'm sorry, NAIA um, uh, requirements. We have our games tentatively scheduled, but any athlete that does have a scholarship, those will be honored. And we're continuing to award athletic scholarships and all kinds of other scholarships. Um, in addition to, to uh, I should have put a shout out to our art museum, uh, which has um, converted or, or pivoted to have all of its exhibitions online. And new this month is um, a series of Art at Home for older kids, nine through 12. Nice. Um, and this week, I don't know if you saw it, Erica, is uh, create a haiku. Um, but uh, so not just activities um, uh, and exhibitions for adults, but uh, projects for kids. And there'll be weekly activities for kids. What are they gonna do with the food? Um, the dining hall will be converted to, it'll all be to-go, packaged meals, um, and there'll be other locations, too, for, for other kinds of meals instead of the full meal out of the dining hall. That's actually really kind of smart because now there's no waste. Yeah. Mona, by the way, 
By the way, that is a beautiful, I think it's a wonderful new style of earring to wear. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I have to tell you that, that from Anthony, you're you're going all natural on top. Yes, it looks great. Thank you. And I'm noticing Thank more you. women are letting their hair color go natural. Yeah, not this one. No, <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, we're not there yet. No, I'm letting mine go natural. Come on, Dr. Erica. Jack, I was just gonna, I was just going to comment on how lovely your hair coloring looks today. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. All right, well, we, let's let's take a little break right now. We've got a lot of. Um, we're going to get back with Ed Langlow, and if only I'd known. After these messages. We are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. All right, Ed Langlow, I love your back screen. You've left Hawaii. Now you're at what? Stagecoach Road? No, it's it's called Slippery Rock. It Slippery was the. Rock. It, I'm looking it for that Slippery Rock because if it in, comes down, you're in big trouble. And it's still there. This picture was taken about six months ago, um, but it was the stagecoach route up San Marcos Pass back in the late 1800s. It went across um, <clears throat> Tom Lillard's ranch, and uh, those ruts are are cleave to about 12 inches deep in spots. It's interesting. Yes. <clears throat> they, interesting also, they also had to bounce, they had to bounce carriages up that rock. That's my board. I'm on the board of directors for the carriage museum, but they actually would bounce carriages up some of that rock around those grooves. Yeah. Wow. yeah that's a steep hill. I didn't no know kidding. if I could get up that mountain. I don't even think oh, I can yeah. walk it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think about walking. I'm taking a car. <laughs> That's not going to happen. So what do we got going for today, Ed? So for If Only I'd Known, If Only I'd Known is a mentor's moment with the teens with us remotely on Zoom, as well as I was listening into the show. Today's segment is Exercise Your Brain. For example, I like to watch Jeopardy every chance I get. I just like the challenge and the learning, but it's frustrating to me that the contestants can come up with information that I've never even heard of. And that there's so little discussion about how they got to the point where they can do that. But just the other day, I was watching a rerun with Seth Wilson on his 13th game when he talked about how his parents would point out things on road trips and teach him whatever that they knew about him. And then on the return trip, they'd quiz him as they passed by him again on the way home. Finally, someone had said something tangible about how they came to be so sharp. And I started thinking about Seth, how he benefited from the, this exercise. And I thought, well, that's exactly what it is, exercise. And when you want to build your muscles, you exercise, you lift weights, you run or whatever it is you like to do for exercise, but you get stronger and in more ways than one. I read an article a while back about a baseball pitcher and they tested the density of the bone in his pitching arm and then the bone in his other arm compared him and the bone in his pitching arm was denser. So according to that, exercise can build strong bones as well. And when people develop dementia, 
studies have shown that keeping your mind active helps you stave off mental decline. Last week, we talked about practice and how you can develop bad habits, sleeping habits, good habits. Practice just about anything and you'll get better at it. If only I'd known when I was young that if you want to get better at anything, you need to practice it and exercise your body and your brain to, to build up your abilities. And let's go back to Seth for a second here. Uh, the other thing about those car rides was the simple fact that he was exposed to information. If you're going to learn about something, you need to be exposed to it. So try to pay attention to things uh, that you think are worth learning and then find a way to remember them because learning is just remembering. Have you ever been introduced to someone and uh, five minutes later you can't recall their name? I have. So I try to use mnemonic to anchor the name. A mnemonic is a rhyme or a, uh, an image that reminds you of the information that you want to retain. I before E except after C is a mnemonic. Uh, sometimes uh, something you're already familiar with works. And, and the more bizarre and crazy the mnemonic, the easier it will be to recall it. promise you this, if you exercise your brain by paying attention to what's going on around you and then embed it in memory in whatever works for you, you'll have a brighter future ahead of you for it. I'm Ed Langlo. I'll see you next time on If Only I Had Known. Nice. Christine Marie, I know you could follow up with a card. Well, you know what's really funny is I had all these other cards sitting on the deck waiting for it. For what, what, what I was going to say, but when Ed started to talk about, oh, I want to find this other card. I want to find <laughs> the six of swords. And I looked over it. It was on the top of my deck, like right wow. there. Nice. And the swords is about education. It is about learning. It is about um, either going to, you know, going to some sort of new schooling or doing things in a new way. Sometimes if it's not... Um, if people aren't in school, then I'll say, ooh, you might be getting schooled, you know? It's really learning in all different sorts of ways. So I think that that's a really, that's a really perfect card for today. The six Excellent. You know, and Good I really, comment. I just, because we have a forum right now, I want to, I want to take time and thank you for last Saturday when John came up, he hadn't had an opportunity to see his friends, all the St. Ray feeling and the Bishop friends and some baseball buddies that he, uh, that were here from DP. You had a nice dinner party and you had opted to stay and you exposed, you know, all these teen athletes. Well, they're older now, but um, some still are in sports and uh, to the Tarot. And, you know, I, I remember in my particular case, I think the first time I had my cards, I was with my mom and I was probably about 19, 20 years old. And, you know, when we first met these kids, you know, these are Catholic kids, right? They're like, ah, and, but you are so positive. <laughs> and, I mean, you were so right on. Actually, you had somebody in tears, you know what I mean? Because you hit all the points. And I tried to explain to people, I mean, you know, as well as I do, they pick their own cards. So I just really wanted to give you some time and thank you for that. So that was really a sweet, that was a magic moment for these kids and had a lot of great feedback since then. So thank you for that. That was a real sweet uh, generous, you know, you genera, you know, you were, you know, very giving with your time. Um, and I know Angela, we got to go to a uh, break, but you wanted to give one more shout out. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to say I was fortunate enough to see the first Foresters game and, yeah. uh, and they wanted to send their, their, all their admiration and love over to teen sport and to Erica 
and also Pete Georgia, I give him a shout out because he, when they, I said I was going on team sport, Pete Georgia, I said, Oh, I love that Erica. So (laughs) there you go. That's the feedback I get about you, Angela. So whatever you decide (laughs) to do in the future, you are a steal. Okay. That's all I'll say. Okay. Let me take a little break right now. Thank you. OMG. Okay. Oh my goodness. What you just ripe when you feel like being picked, you let me know. Okay. I mean, seriously. So let's take a little break. This is Erica Salt of the Queen of Tea. We've got Richard's remedies after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Okay, from Connecticut on the water, we have Richard's Remedies. What's going on, Richard? Uh, nothing much. Um, <laughs> you know, I wasn't I wasn't a hundred percent certain of what I was going to talk about. So I often like to listen to what everyone else has to say and sort of frame my my remedy around that. Um, and you know, there's there's been a lot of talk about um, education and uh, growth and uh, memories and just sort of you know paying attention to these these things around us that, that are guiding our lives and and pushing us forward instead of keeping us stuck um, in place or or regressing. Um, so one of the the techniques or remedies that for me is most successful with this is called the mental diet, and the mental diet is not just being aware of our thoughts and monitoring them, but actually establishing a practice. And it actually is a remedy and you would treat it like, like, a, like a bottle of supplements. You know, maybe you're taking your milk thistle for your liver or something and you, you look on the back and it'll say, you know, take one capsule three times a day. And it's, it's the same idea with the mental diet. You set up specific times throughout the day where maybe you're not doing anything and you, you keep an inner dialogue going with, with positive intentions so that hopefully at least 50%, the, the goal is anywhere greater than 50% of your thoughts, you're reframing to be positive to reflect the goals you have and the things you want in life. And you sort of shape it almost like a, like a rant. So if you think about the negative thoughts you have, let's say you go to the store, someone's not treating you very well, and you're like, oh, why is this person mistreating me? People always mistreat me. Maybe I don't deserve to be treated well. And, you know, you get stuck in this, this, this loop of, of negative thoughts, and they just keep on growing and leading to other places. So the idea is, is to replicate that same process intentionally with positive thoughts. So if you have a free moment, maybe you just get off the phone, and, you know, before you move on to your next task, you can just, you know, sit with yourself for a minute and keep positive thoughts rolling. Every time I see someone, they treat me with respect because everybody loves me because I deserve to be loved and I deserve to be respected, so on and so forth, and you just let that carry too. So when you reframe your thoughts, a lot of these things will show up in in your reality, and we tend to be guided towards those things. So if, if you're thinking about um, you know, having a, an amazing garden, you're like, oh, I have I have a green thumb, I'm really good at gardening, everything I touch grows, you will subconsciously be guided to, I don't know, buy things or do things with the soil or do things with the plants that will allow you to have an amazing garden because our our thoughts are are completely controlling us. So if we can monitor our inner dialogue and the stories that we're telling ourselves 
and keep it in a positive place most of the time with that mental diet will go in positive directions and we will grow in ways you, you wouldn't even believe. Dominique, I know you got add a value add to that. Well, I, what I really appreciate, the, the reframing and um, setting your alarm. So I just had an alarm go off on my phone because it's 1111. And <laughs> that's a time where uh, I think about loving the planet. So um, using your alarm to set yourself up to check your thoughts and then purposefully think a good thought is so healthy. I also, when I reframe my thoughts and I'm experiencing something that I'm afraid of or I think might go negatively, I'll try to reframe it as in, oh, somebody needs my love. Who's, who is it who wants to, needs to rub up against me and, and uh, or gets to share my light or my smile? Somebody needs my love. And I'm trying to reframe it that way. But I love that, Richard. I love using your, your phone or whatever devices to trigger you to just do a quick reset on the mental uh, talk that's going on. Love it. important for our teens to really focus in on that, it, whether you set an alarm or whatever, because it's so easy to get in your head today. And if you're young, you don't have the tools. So you really have to work at it. It is. It is definitely uh, mental gymnastics for sure. Christine, what do you say? Um, I say absolutely, and that the out, not only does our body hear and believe every word we say, but like the universe, the world does, you know. I always say I get great parking, and I get great parking everywhere. I don't know how okay. that works, but, but and with my tarot, that is what I do. I reframe for the positive for everything, and even the car cards that I think are intense, I will say, well, but the opportunity for here is to you know, let go of the past and really move forward because it's done, you know? So there are certain things that are really powerful and, and how we speak and orient our mind, it helps our hearts really, you know, to move forward when we can really reframe things. Richard. Yes. I interviewed a woman who is, uh, has worked with high school and grade school students as a counselor and so forth. We were talking about this in reference to bullying and how uh, she has a new book uh, having to do with uh, uh, bully protect or bully proof you. Because sometimes we bully ourselves. But she said she had this one experience with this one kid uh, who uh, got really upset and they were talking and so forth. Uh, and she said that uh, she tried to work to reframe the 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 uh, uh, phrase that was used by this person and uh, the word. The one word, there were two words there, but there was another word that we can say uh, she was referred to as a bitch. And so. The, my guest said, all right, well, let's think about that. A bitch is a female dog. I like dogs. You know, dogs bark. bark. Bark is on trees. I like trees. So the next time this girl said anything to her, because she had reframed the word, she looked at the bully and said, well, thank you very much, and walked away. <laughs> to which, apparently, uh, from other observers, the bully was just like, what just happened? Right. And so what yeah. Richard is saying is so true in terms of uh, what he is sp speaking to specifically, but also to uh, if someone says something to you, try to reframe it, try to get pull out your thesaurus real quick in your mind and reframe that word, redefine that word for yourself. And well, thank you very much. And walk away when you blow the when you take the wind out of someone's sails like that. You're not putting out anything negative. 
you are not attacking them. Right. You are you are protecting yourself. You now don't have that trauma from that experience, and you get to walk away free. How exciting right. is that? Right, Angela and I we go way back, go back a long, long, long time, and I don't think there's a parent here that has not had to deal with <laughs> their child and bullying. I don't care what 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 it is. So I know I, lo- I love. Yeah, and it's, that's how we. That's how we came to know each other. That's true. <laughs> but it, you know, it, it, it is. And, and I, I have to tag along with what everyone's saying is I had a son who was bullied and it was traumatic for him. But there's something that I've learned over my life. And it's such an important thing for teens to understand is that every morning you wake up and you're being thrown all this. My education's going to be different. My life is going to be different. I can't see my friends. I can't play sports. But the most important thing you can do for yourself is every morning, figure out something that you're grateful for and then figure out what your affirmation is for the day. I'm great. I'm smart. I'm loved. I'm whatever it is. And use those as your morning mantras to start your day. And you'll be surprised at how at the end of the day, things start to change because you're starting to have a different outlook on it. Instead of the negative, this is all going wrong. You're having the positive, you know, how can I move forward and be positive and change your mindset? Go ahead, Christine. I don't think I'm, I, I, that's, that's all. That's so wonderful. And it's, this whole conversation is reminding me of that. I don't remember what sports team it was, but there was a team where the coach took over and they were losing. And all he did was ever, anytime they ever looked at their, um, at their previous games, they only saw the positive things they did. And he only spoke about everything positive that happened. They never spoke a negative word. They took that team from the basement to the, you know, to the finals and they won. And it was amazing. Like the story of that, just by focusing on the positive. And it's a really, a real life example of this. And it's get, make me all tingly. So it's a really good thing to, to look at, to share and think about. That's wonderful. Richard, you want to close us out? Yeah, sure. Um, just, just another uh, little thought I had. Um, it's also um, really good to use when you have uh, different habits that you're doing. Like, let's say you're you're brushing your teeth or, or brushing your hair or something or whatever in the morning or, or showering. I mean, you can be thinking about your day and how that's going to go. But you can also be thinking you know, as you're brushing your teeth, oh, look at how, look at how shiny my teeth are. You know, people right. are going to be dazzled by my smile today. Right. You know, check out that first premolar. <laughs> no, doesn't everybody love my bangs? You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so sort of shaping our, sh- shaping our lives and integrating the mental diet into parts of our lives and figuring out moments where we can use it just to really keep that positive ball rolling is, is key. And like Dr. D was saying, really focusing on how we frame the events and, and our assumptions. I mean, these are our assumptions that are that are you know creating in, in our thoughts and then in our world. Um, so, so to really have this this idea of um, th- this is what you know you have something negative happen. You can say to yourself, "Well, this is actually really good because this has helped me to learn this, or this has shown me that I have to work on this, or so on and so forth." But again, it's just about fixing positive in your mind. Thank you so much. Godspeed coming back. We're going to looking forward to you coming back with the fiddle. Okay. Everybody wants to know where's the fiddle. Okay. <laughs> okay. Break. We've got a little bit left after these messages.
Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Michelle, in 30 seconds, what, do we, what does Santa Barbara need to help Pal to do? Uh, well, Pal's been approved to open outdoors. So once school starts, we're going to be focusing on academics, college readiness, um, probably do a session during the day as well since the kids some of our kids don't have a safe place at home home isn't always the safe space for them so we need support because we you know we didn't do our major fundraiser um and then on on the light we have 10 teams are speaking with the um, homeland security tomorrow and next week and two of pal leaders are amongst those issues of bullying and social media, you know, attacks and violence. So um, PAL is getting recognized nationally, which is which is really cool. All right. So if you don't want to write a check to PAL, then write a check to right here. What do we say, Anthony? Thank you, everybody, for your support. And, um, yeah, if you want to donate, donate uh, time, money, um, food, anything helps. There's a lot of people out there. Come on. Everybody must have saved a little bit of money not going out to eat. Okay. $100. Okay. $100. That would be awesome. If everybody just stopped and thought, whether it be Westmont, PAL, Food Bank, the Cancer Foundation, whatever, let's make it like a $100 day. All right. And if you think about it, $1 feeds eight families. $1 feeds eight families. God bless Santa Barbara. Be patient. Be kind. Hearts. Lots of love. See you next week. You're the best. Oh,